What is up, Steel Studies? Happy Sunday, June 12, 2022, and welcome to episode number 343, 343 of the Study Session. I'm your grateful and appreciative host here, Jeremy Ritz, saying thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me on this Sunday was going to do a Steel Study podcast today, but being that I did a full-length podcast with Wex, we're just doing seven days straight of sessions. And today, I'm going to talk about now that OTAs are over, that mandatory minicamp is over, what are some of the questions or big themes that have emerged out of these practices? And what will that mean moving forward in terms of training camp? on July 26th. But before I get into that, as always, thank you for being a supporter of the Still Study. It's beautiful, people. It truly does mean the world to me. Thank you so much. I would love to connect with you. We can do that one of three ways. You can comment directly on the articles at the bottom of the page. You can hit me up via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com. And you can also give me a follow on Twitter at Still Study. Would love to connect with you. Get your question, comment, feedback on the show. Every Saturday, I do the Steelers Saturday Mailbag, in which I do just that. Get your questions, comments, feedback on the show. You drive the content. You make it happen. So let's connect. And also, please be reminded of the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. Our podcast is called The Still City Insider Podcast. Jim and I just recorded on Saturday. It's linked in the show notes. Good stuff. Jim has covered the team since 1995. He's one of the OGs of Steelers beat writers. Check it out. You don't want to miss it. And then, oh yeah, the Steel Study is now on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe. Leave a review and rating. I'll give you a personalized shout out on the show. Love you guys for the support. So OTAs are over. Mandatory minicamp is over, and now we are waiting for training camp to begin. What are some of those big stories that really were talked about and were focal points of OTAs and minicamp? I'm going to go over those. And obviously the biggest story surrounded the quarterback position. Really nothing new to be gleaned there. It's what was going to be expected. Mitch Trubisky is your number one. Rudolph is running with the twos. Pickett with the threes. You already know my take on how I see that playing out. But that's, to me, wasn't the biggest story of these practices. The biggest story to me was Najee Harris. The majority of the buzz, the most buzz, around one player on this Steelers team, it's Najee. And his physical conditioning, if you just saw the pictures and videos of Najee in practice, you you can visibly see the difference in his physique and his physical makeup. He is rocked up, jacked up. He's He says he's only two pounds heavier than what he was last year, but there must have been some body recomposition taking place because... Dude's legs look like tree trunks. He looks thick. And he's about to destroy 
NFL defenses this year. So very encouraged by the work that Harris has put in this offseason. And just seeing him in those drills, he just looks so fluid. And everything always goes forward with him. He's primed for a big year. I know I said 1,500 yards rushing for Najee. I might want to move that number north to 1,700, and I do feel confident about that. So, to me, that's one of the bigger stories is Harris prime for a big season. Also, a lot of talk about the offensive line. James Daniels emerging as a leader on the team. Chooks for talking about how Daniels stepped in and right away assumed the leadership role, being vocal, taking charge, something that the team really didn't have last year. We also learned about the competition that's taking place at left guard between Kevin Dotson and Kendrick Green, who is getting an opportunity at guard. I really like that competition aspect at that position, and I'm really excited about what Green is able to do at guard because he is athletic, and I think he's better suited to play at that position. So jacked up about that competition that's taking place, that was talked about a lot this offensive line has to be improved right it was pretty damn bad last year there's no doubt about it Deontay Johnson there was speculation that he wasn't going to show up to OTAs and to mandatory minicamp but he did show up said that he is focused on working hard and just being a good teammate and a professional that he understands the market that's out there for wide receivers He's aware of it, obviously, but that's not his focal point. Deontay is going to be just fine. In my opinion, though, I don't think they should overpay him. I definitely would not pay him top five wide receiver money if that's what he's commanding. We heard talk about Pat Freyermuth getting bigger, even though his weight might not be bigger. Again, talking more body recomposition. So when we talk about body recomposition, we're just talking about adding more lean mass, dropping body fat. That's what we're talking about in terms of recomposition. But Freyermuth got a little bigger, says that his goal is for there to be no such thing as 50-50 balls. It's a 100-0 ball. If a ball is thrown in his direction, he is going to catch it. So you got to love that confidence coming from him. And then Zach Gentry got bigger. He wants to be more involved in the passing game. And then Zach Gentry is looking a bit svelte, more athletic. He wants to be more involved in the passing game. It looks like he put in the necessary work this offseason to make that happen. So that's good to know. Who knows? Maybe there will be a one-two tight end combo of Freyermuth and Gentry that has the ability to attack 
NFL defenses successfully. Lots of excitement around George Pickens. Didn't hear a ton about Calvin Austin in camp, but again, it's football and shorts. doesn't mean anything. On the defensive side of the ball, we heard about Devin Bush feeling 100% healthy, confident, ready to show that he belongs in this league and to show that last year was an aberration. We also found out that Brian Flores is going to be coaching the inside linebackers, which is fantastic because he brings a ton of expertise and knowledge to the game. I can't wait to see what influence he has on not only Miles Jack and Devin Bush, but also Ulysses Gilbert, the rookie Mark Robinson, Buddy Johnson, who was drafted last year. That'll be exciting. In terms of safeties, Minka Fitzpatrick is holding in. He's not participating. So DeMonte Casey is getting a lot of snaps. Terrell Edmonds says that he has done a nice job. And Terrell Edmonds came out and said that it is his job. He is the starter. So a lot of confidence there for a guy who didn't get his fifth-year option picked up and really signed for less money than he should have got paid. That's still very interesting to me. I don't really understand that, but it is what it is. But anyway, those are the some of the stories that came out of OTAs and minicamp. Now we're in that waiting period. Today is June 12th. We have 18 days left to go in this month and then 26 days to go in July before we get to camp. So if you're counting, what is that? 44, 44 days until training camp. And studies. I'm not taking it up a notch on a Sunday. Today is time for you to relax, but I appreciate you joining me here on this Sunday. Hope you're having a great day. Enjoying your family and friends. Love you, guys. Drop me a line. You know how to do it. Comment, email, tweet. Check out the study session. Check out the new Wexel podcast. Don't forget that the still study is now on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe, leave a rating and review. Have a good Sunday, man. That's it. Real simple, real low key. Love you, Peace.